Hey guys, how's it going? Um, thank you for joining me for this video. Today we're going to be talking about the wings for Type 5. And I do have a new microphone. So it's a desktop microphone. So it may sound a little different. Uh, if it doesn't, doesn't turn out to work well, I'll go back to what I was using before. But hopefully this will be an improvement to the channel. Alright, so we're going to talk about Type 5. Type 5 is called the Investigator. And of course, as you guys know, you know, the type five is the most cerebral of the types. It is the type that turns inward, uh, feels safest, you know, when they're in, uh, in their own heads and detached away from emotions and detached away from their own feelings and detached away from, from others. Um, five, six, and seven are the, uh, the fear types and, um, five, it's as if, you know, the six is kind of the most obvious of the fear types. That's the one that says, let's huddle together. Let's uh, all make sure that we're following the uh, protocols and the rules and we'll be safe if we just do what, uh, what we're expected to do. And um, they, they tend to feel the anxiety more. Sevens, like me, uh, we tend to try to shut out the anxiety. We try to, you know, ignore the... Uh, uh, those painful feelings, those sad feelings and boredom and tend to turn externally to the world outside to uh, distract us. Uh, fives uh, feel that that sense of um, fear uh, maybe early on in their life and in ways, you know, in a strategy to combat that feeling like people are being intrusive or that your needs aren't going to be met um, that love is going to be withdrawn from you or that maybe maybe the love that you experienced was too intrusive. Uh, fives will in turn then seek to minimize their need. They seek to minimize their need for resources and minimize their need for love and in a sense create around themselves a fortress or boundaries that exclude people, that push people away. And then of course if you have that wall, that castle around you, um, then everything that's inside that castle, you're going to seek to hold on to. And so the sin of the five is, is avarice or greed, because when you, when you limit what you need from others, then what you do have, you want to hold on to what you do have, you want to keep. And, um, doing a lot of reading about fives today and trying to understand more about the five. The five is the person who withdraws into thinking and detaches away from feeling, um, as a way of taking refuge in their inner world. Now, of course, you know, that can come with a lot of pros and cons, you know, the cons being that this person, um, this, this person of five who detaches away from feeling and detaches away from emotion, maybe they, maybe there are some things they should feel more emotions about, like maybe we'd want them to feel their love uh, for others more. We'd want them to feel compassion more. We'd want them to feel, and it's not that they don't have capability of all this. It's just that they tend to shut that down. They tend to shut that voice out. The pros, of course, are, you know, when you have a surgeon that has to cut people open and, and, you know, may lose a person on the table. Um, you know, you want them to be, you want them to be emotionally detached because, Imagine trying to do surgery on, you know, your own child or your brother. You would, because of your emotional attachment, it would hinder your ability to, to work through that crisis. And so fives, you know, are good to have in a crisis because they aren't necessarily going to get caught up in all the emotional 
you know, feelings and sensitivity that, that most of us would get caught up in. They're just going to look at the conflict and look at the disagreement in, in terms of factual statements and, and and they'll be better to be more objective. They have a very objective ground to stand on when they evaluate those differences of opinion. Like a nine can see all sides, a five can just see the data and sort of take the personalities out of it and not be swayed by all of the emotional drama. That's what fives want to shut out. They want to shut that stuff out of their life. Um, and so they, they have good, solid boundaries. Of course, you may you may find it frustrating if you are a connecting type and you seek to form a connection with a five and you just keep kind of walking into a brick wall. It's not that fives don't have friends. Fives probably do have some very long-term decided friends, people that will stick with them and have stuck with them, you know, over the long haul. But fives tend to not go out of their way to make connections. They tend to not go out of their way to be friendly, outgoing people. They're their sort of way of dealing with life is introversion, you know, is a turning inward, a turning away from the external world and turning inward. And that makes it a real challenge for fives to, you know, in terms of making friends and of, you know, the, the, the tree for the five is the cactus, you know, they're, they're prickly. Um, that's one of the ways to describe a five is they tend to be prickly, not mean spirited, not ugly, not, you know, hateful, but just kind of a little bit prickly. Um, they don't tend to be outgoing, warm people who want to make connections with others. They tend to be the type of people that, you know, are really making decisions about how much of themselves they're going to expend on others. And so if they get the sense from somebody that this this other person is going to require a high expense of energy or a high expense of emotional energy, then the five is probably going to, you know, build a boundary around that person and not consider the relationship worth it. Um, and, you know, they're probably not going to go out of their way to try to form any kind of, of connection. Um, and so let's, let's keep going here. So fives, you know, want to find security in life by minimizing their needs. You know, um, if I don't need a lot, if I don't require a lot, um, then I don't have to be afraid uh, that I'm not going to have it given to me. If, if I'm afraid that, you know, like a six might think somebody's going to come and take away my job. They're going to come and take away my health. They're going to come and take away my, my house or my car. So I better be prepared and I better be, I better plan and I better be ready to solve problems and I better, so they're like anticipating and planning what it is they're afraid of. And then they go, you know, their strategy is to over plan, prepare and to be, you know, ready for that, that contingency. Um, fives say, well, what if I don't need anything? If I don't really need anything, then I don't really have to be afraid of not having it delivered. I don't really have to be afraid of not, not getting if I just don't want it. If I can just live without it, if I can just not need it. And so that can spill over, you know, kind of into their relationships where maybe they also don't need, you know, those relationships. And so they can be kind of, you know, walled off or sealed in away from people because they've kind of taken that posture to where they don't necessarily need 
anything. They don't need your kind words. They don't need your affection. They don't need your your uh, warm sentiments. They don't need your conversation. They don't need your... And you see what happens is because they've minimized their needs or they've they've you know decided, you might say, or whether it's cognitively or consciously or not, they've decided to limit their needs. Then when you try to to enter into their space, they don't really need anything from you and um, they don't really want you to need anything from them either. Um, so I think that's kind of what's going on in the in the world of the five. It, it The five re- reflects the tendency within all of us to sort of see ourselves as separate and distinct people. Where sixes want to see themselves in community and see themselves being safe in that community and and you know being collaborative with others and cooperative with others. I think the five really represents that part of us that that if we can minimize our needs uh, and we withdraw away um, and hold on to whatever we have, then we'll be able to survive. If we can just minimize our needs, withdraw into our castle, our, our fortress, um, and and uh, you know see through the storm, then, then we'll make it out the other side and be survivors. I often talk about eights having, you know, a fort and they have people on the inside that matter and most people are on the outside that don't. I think with fives, it's a little bit similar to that, only I don't think it's necessarily just about people. It's about there are certain emotions that they keep on the outside. There are needs that they keep on the outside um, and they just keep themselves insulated away from those things that demonstrate their neediness. Um, Eights don't want to feel weak or vulnerable. um, And fives, I think, don't want to feel inadequate or inept or unable uh, or that they are dependent on others. I think fives want to feel independent of others in the similar way that eights do. Eights want to be strong. Fives want to be not needy. They don't want to have to need something. And so they minimize their needs. That's their way of dealing with it is they minimize their needs um, and sort of retreat into that layer or into that castle um, and can can become, you know, it can become a, a challenge for them and for those around them. They can end up isolating themselves and uh, from others and feel inhibited in their relationships and become detached socially uh, and in social situations. Uh, They may excel at objective analysis and data gathering and be very analytical and unemotional. Um, And they can maintain a calm demeanor, but it can be challenging for fives to connect with other people. They can have too many overly rigid boundaries that separate them and isolate them from others. They can be hard to reach. Um, They can feel like their energy is depleted by being around people, especially people who are very dramatic or people who have a lot of of needs. Um, Because fives don't want to need anything, they hold on with scarcity what they possess. And so they're evaluating who's going to require a great expenditure from me and then I need to move myself away from those relationships move myself away from those people withdraw 
from those people and isolate an introvert away from those people. And so fives may be very sensitive as to who's going to be a drain on them and then move away from those people and those relationships. All right, so the five four and the five wing six. Let's talk about let's talk about the difference here. If you take that cerebral five who is who is very mental and very um you know, withdrawn away from um, society, withdrawn away from others, wants to be inward focused, wants to keep everything data oriented and information objective, who's minimized their needs. Um, and you blend that with a five, with a four, okay, on the one hand, you blend it with a four. So fours are also very withdrawn, and but fours are, are feeling first and fives are thinking first. So you're blending that thinking data gathering with that sense of I need to find myself and be authentic and true to myself because fours have that sense of wanting to be authentic and true to themselves and to be unique and to be different uh, and to be special and so you know fives we often talk about them wanting to have a niche of knowledge of information where they you know, can feel safe because they are the only person in the company that knows how this computer um, system works or this information system works. So they're safe in their job because because of their knowledge or they're the only person that knows how to split atoms in the laboratory. And so that keeps them safe because they've focused in on that niche. I think five fours are going to be even more drawn to unique information and information that demonstrates their uniqueness. So they're not going to want to plow the fields necessarily that other people have already plowed. They're going to want to go searching for information that will make them what you might say an innovator. <coughs> an innovator, somebody who's doing something that's not been done before. Somebody that's that's going to be very appealing to a five wing four. The five wing four is called the iconoclast. And the iconoclast is the person that smashes icons, the person that comes into your belief system, to your ideas, and then undermines them to show you that what you think you know, you don't really know. What you believe, you don't necessarily really have a solid ground that you're standing on. It may just be your opinions, or it may be that you're standing on societal norms, or on your upbringing. But an iconoclast is the person that comes in and shows you that the the believed and expected and understood way of doing things may not necessarily be the best so you know if you're going to be an innovator that's a great skill to have because you you've got to be able to challenge the norms you've got to be able to challenge the way things are you know first you break all the rules first before you innovate you have to be willing to um you have to be willing to be suspicious of the norms and so the iconoclast is really that person that is drawn to information, but they want to be, they're drawn to information that perhaps nobody else knows or nobody else has, has gotten to before. So these are going to be innovators, entrepreneurial to some degree, although they might not have the business savvy that the 5-6 has. Um, they very well could, but this 5-4 is more interested in disrupting uh, the way things are to begin the process of implementing something different or something new. The five wing four is not 
understood as to be as factually oriented or scientifically oriented or experimentally knowledge like you think like philosophy and science and engineering uh, mathematics think of those like hard sciences five wing fours are not as drawn to those hard data sciences um and if, if if that's not true of you then i'm sure there are exceptions to this as the five wing six the five wing four is more drawn to the dark to the morbid to um to those things which would might be considered you know off limits uh taboos those kinds of things so think like right and they also can be very artistic because of that four wing they can be very artistic and very creative so think for example here's a good example of a five wing four uh stephen king the author stephen king is understood to be a five wing four so is tim burton you know the guy that does the nightmare before christmas and puts a lot of detail that five detail with that four creativity that four artistic side um but it's dark all of his stuff is pretty dark and morbid all of stephen king's stuff is pretty dark and morbid um so you've got that you've got that detail uh, organized mind that introverted mind that uh um that five data information person but you've also got that let's be unique let's be creative uh, let's not be afraid of going where the information leads us. Let's not be afraid of those deeper, uh, maybe off-limits areas or darker areas, forbidden subject matter or the grotesque, um, you might say. Um, and let's see, anything else I want to They may be more independent than the five wing six because the six is going to draw the five toward others, toward people. Uh, because sixes are, um, you know, they are oriented toward others and toward taking care of others and being taken care of, of others. Um, where the five and the four are both in the withdrawn state. So this person is going to be more comfortable with being isolated, more withdrawn, less compliant than maybe the five wing six. And less oriented toward uh, like hard sciences, more oriented toward... I can see where this person, don't take this the wrong way, because I am a Christian, of course, I'm a pastor, but I can see where this person, the five-wing four, would be like the perfect demonologist, which is kind of a funny job when you think about it, because where do you go to school to become a demonologist? Although we need those people. We need that person who understands, you know, that, that spiritual world in a sense that maybe the rest of us don't want to think about or don't think about, but could be logical and not just be emotional about it or not just be, you know, too interested in it in the wrong reasons. But, you know, that would be like the perfect. Again, I'm sorry if that's offensive because I don't mean it to be at all. I just mean I could see where that person would be drawn to understanding the dark things of this world um, hopefully with the goal of, of, you know, protecting themselves and protecting others, you know, and cleansing homes and cleansing people or spiritually cleansing people. I could just see like that being like the perfect, perfect personality type to do such a work. Um, because you don't want it to just be, you know, a person that's interested in dark things 
Um, but somebody who really wants answers, somebody who's really going to seek out, you know, information in that world, not just look internally exclusively, you know, or look to experience exclusively. That fiveness in them is going to cause them to want to deal with real facts and real information. Okay. So uh, the iconoclast. And again, I mentioned Stephen King. I mentioned Tim Burton. Uh, there may be a few others that we can mention, but we'll just leave it at that because I think those two guys really illustrate five wing four. Okay, so what about the five wing six? Well, take that same inward focused person who wants to, that experiences lack, that wants to isolate themselves away from needs, doesn't want to be needy, doesn't want to be dependent, wants to be adept, wants to be uh, feel like they're able to meet the challenge, is drawn toward information, move them toward that six, you know, that six wanting to be prepared, wanting to be safe, wanting to collaborate with others, and you have what is the what is called the five wing six, the problem solver. Okay, the problem solver. Um this person is looking at information to solve problems. So they tend to be more mathematically inclined, more hard science inclined, geometry, algebra, um, drawn toward the sciences, biology, anatomy, medicine, those kinds of things. Um, this person is, is mixing observation of the five with the organization and the problem solving, planning, preparation, of that six and willing maybe to collaborate with others a little bit more willing to work with others on teams and share a little bit more of themselves in order to get to those solutions than maybe the five wing four is um, they seek a niche of information that they believe will provide them security or provide others security so i could see this being a researcher you know especially somebody who's going into research um you know to to prepare for any kind of unforeseen calamity that six wing in them is going to help them you know want to stave off anything that should be so this is the person you know that's could be problem solving could be uh you know gathering data and information about any subject but i could really see this person as a researcher you know to help create remedies or or pharmaceuticals um or information systems that will protect us from the the harmful things because really the six wing five, think about that, just move over a little bit farther away from the five wing six, the problem solver, to the six wing five. And the six wing five is called the defender or the, you know, the guardian who's going to protect us from everything that you know maybe we haven't thought about. So that five wing six is going to have a lot of that same flavor of I want to gain information, I want to gain knowledge uh, so I can provide for my family, yes, provide for an income. And to be safe in case of economic problems, I'm going to get a job with this, this useful information. I want a job where I think this 5-6 is going to be a lot more driven toward useful information, practical information, pragmatic information, information that's going to get me a good job and be much more lucrative than the five wing four again the five wing four could get lost i think in dungeons and dragons they could get lost in video games they could get lost in fantasy that the five wing four could get lost in their head they, they could more have a tendency to get lost in you know their imagination where that six is going to ground the five a lot more 
uh, into let's be safe. Let's be safe in this real world. Look out of the bunker and you see that there are real people out there. There are real needs out there. And I want to protect myself and my family by preparing and getting this information so that I can be prepared and so that I can prepare others. Um, five wing sixes want to dissect the world and understand how it works. Um, they might be a little bit more argumentative, a little bit more debate oriented than maybe the five wing four, a little bit more defensive in their, in their views, maybe a little bit more aggressive and antagonistic toward people that disagree with them. Um, a little more suspicious, like a six, a little more loyal, a little more suspicious, um, despite all of the knowledge that they gain because they've got that six wing, they may still have that little bit of doubt, that little twinge of doubt that maybe they still don't know enough. Um, worries that, that, that they, they, they may, they may not have it completely solved where I think the five wing four is going to feel a little bit more, uh, like they've got the world wrapped up again. That's the iconoclast. Not only do they have their worldview, but they want to dis- they want to go on the attack. I shouldn't say destroy, but they want to go on the attack on other people's belief systems. I think the five wing six is always going to have just a little bit more openness. That maybe I don't have all of this information, or maybe I haven't analyzed it exactly the way I, I should have, and so there's this little bit of openness more in the five wing six than in the five wing four. Um, toward new information and perhaps I've overlooked something. Maybe I need to collaborate. Maybe I need to go over the data once again or take in some new data where I think the five wing four is a lot more to feel like they've got it wrapped up and not only do they are they sure what they believe, but they want to make you unsure of what you believe. Um, problem solving, argumentative, stubborn. They want to provide security. They want to be practical. They may be very interested in repair work and tinkering and building things and putting things together. And what are some of the, what are some of the names of people that are five wing six? Well, maybe you've heard of Stephen Hawking. Okay. Um, the, uh, I think, what was he? Astrophysicist. Okay. Bill Gates. Okay. Um, Jane Goodall. Worked with the um, gorillas, the apes, Isaac Asimov, Charles Darwin. So I think these people are a little drawn more to uh, analysis when it comes in the terms of data, raw data, factual, hard sciences, things that can be proven under a microscope, things that can be proven, quote unquote, proven in a laboratory, proven on paper, um, where I think the five wing four is more drawn to you know, information that might be a little bit more intuitive, just a little bit more intuitive. Now, one thing I've said in all these videos is that I think that if you can balance yourself, you're going to have more one wing dominant than the other. Typically, for most people, they will find that they tend to lean on one wing more than the other. So if you're a five, you could probably describe yourself accurately as a five wing four or conversely, a five wing six. I think that if you, once you recognize your dominant wing, if you will take some steps to try to incorporate and depend on and lean on your other less dominant wing, that it will move you immediately toward a healthier place just quite naturally. And what I mean by that is, let's say you are a five wing four. 
you could easily get kind of isolated and lost in all of your fantasies and your you know your ideas your um um your dark side or the dark side of things and you could isolate yourself away from others and you might become you know a little bit crusty on the outside a little prickly like i said before like a cactus and just a little bit odd a little bit a little strange and if you're a five wing four you've probably heard before that you seem weird or odd or strange well what's going to help you you know when you lean on the six again think about the six the six wants to fit in the six works very hard to know what others expect and then try to meet those expectations to try to collaborate with others cooperate with others and you know be in a mutually beneficial relationship with others and so if you could learn to lean a little bit over on that six and say, you know, what what are others saying and what are others doing? And I don't want to just get sort of lost in my own little world, but I, I do need to stick my head up and and work with other people and get along with other people and and get the information that other people have. Because again, a five kind of feels like they can dive in and they can digest all this information on their own. A six always wants to know what do the experts think. You know, when a six is unsure, they will research, yes, but they also really want to know what the experts say and may put a lot, maybe too much, value on what experts say. And so as a five-wing four, this is your opportunity to sort of get out of yourself, get out of your own head, get out of your own ideas, because a five is very much internal and a four is very much internal. And so if you lean on the six, what you're doing is you're saying, okay, maybe I've thought about this enough on my own. Maybe I need to go touch base with some external authorities and make sure that I'm balancing my views and balancing my opinions and balancing my beliefs on you know, what is the uh, concerted wisdom of others and make sure I'm balanced on that. And also, how do I relate to others? And maybe I need to do some things to, to keep these relationships with others intact. And, you know, I can't just can't just back out of society. I have to, you know, be a part of these people and be with these people and, and be a little more connected to people. I think that could really help a five wing four be a little more balanced okay so let's do it the opposite way what if you're a five wing six what's the value in four for you well if you're a five wing six and you're very drawn to accurate detailed information and you know collaborating with others and solving problems and finding solutions and getting the best most accurate information that's out there okay there's the key all the information that's out there you're scanning all of the raw data and all of the figures but there is other information that's within you that the four could help you pick up on you know there's intuition and there is gut knowledge that is real information and real knowledge and a five wing six might minimize the value of that gut intuition and that gut knowledge and i think you know, the five could get lost gathering data and information, but they really ought to lean over on that four. And, and first of all, you know, is this information that I care about? Not just, you know, is this helpful to people and is this good information, 
but am I studying an area that is important to me? That four wing is going to help you address that. You know, are you just researching different sweeteners to help sell fizzy soda? Is this really what you want to give your life to? Researching the data for sweeteners for fizzy soda. If you tap into that four wing a little bit more, what you might find is that's not really at all what you want to give your life to. But how would you know unless you go internally and evaluate that? And that internal move is that four move. Not all information exists outside of you. There is information within you. Your gut information, your intuition. That is real information that you might want to tap into at times. And not just keep everything. Well, all this stuff works out on paper. Yeah, it might work out on paper, but it may not take people's feelings into consideration. It might work out, out on paper and it might work out according to all the charts and maps. But in the you know the real world of people's feelings and dealing with people's hearts and dealing with people's lives you know these cutbacks that we're about to make you know are not sensitive to people's people's uh, feelings into people's hearts into people's lives and so that four wing could help bring you out of that cerebral world a little bit you know uh, into well how do I feel about this you know what do I in my gut? How do how do I in myself feel about this decisions or these decisions that I'm weighing or this information that I'm weighing? Okay, I hope this is helpful to you. Again, I don't claim to have all this you know figured out. I'm still learning and growing as I go, as all of us are. Um, but uh, together, I think we're moving forward. You know, every day learning a little bit more, being more compassionate with ourselves, more compassionate with others. Um, if I can help you in any way, my contact information is in the description. If I can meet with you and help you work through any of the problems that, you know, from an Enneagram perspective that can help you in your relationships, that's great. And remember, as always, be present to life. Don't miss, you know, what's going on inside of you because you're so focused on what's outside of you. And don't miss what's outside of you because you've withdrawn so much on the inside. Open your life up. It's okay to open your life up and let people in. It's okay to have needs. It's okay to express those needs. They may not always be met, and that's okay. You know, they're never all going to be met in this life. Um, but it's okay for you to have needs, own them, and then share those needs with others. And I think what you'll find is as you share your needs with others, you'll be more able to share what you have, your resources, with other people's needs. All right, I'll see you guys next time. Blessings.